G'day legends and welcome to this episode of the Hey Big Mac podcast. We thank you for watching, listening, subscribing and viewing wherever you are getting these episodes. We hope everyone is having a crack a day while you're about to start listening to this episode. A couple of mentions from our sponsors, got to keep the lights running. Alrighty guys, we have a word from LJ Fab. Really thank him for being a massive sponsor of the podcast. If you are looking for a custom tray, canopy, dog box, under tray toolboxes, guards, anything like that for your 4x4, he does a lot. Uh, he's based in Chinchilla. He ships Australia-wide. Guys, he's been a massive supporter of the podcast, and we're a massive supporter of him. Go check him out over at LJ Fab. He is an absolute legend over there, family-run business. We can't thank him enough. All right, next up, legends, is Kaluan Mufflers. Guys, these are a new sponsor to the channel. Can't thank him enough for jumping on board and helping us out this year. They've just finished off the absolutely awesome job of my ute making the stacks work with the LJ Fab tray. Guys, if you're in the 4x4 market from a weekender to an extreme off-road enthusiast, these guys are the people to see for your exhaust systems. They specialize in custom 304 stainless steel and 409 bolt-on systems. They also do merchandise, pop into the store. Guys, you can find them on the socials everywhere, uh, the website, phone number, um, Search up Clue and Mufflers on Instagram, online, wherever you're going to find them. It is my 4x4. Now, this is like a resume for your own four-wheel drive rig, car, whatever it may be. You can keep a complete list of everything that's on your car, answer every question someone has about your car in one place. You add your parts, photos, record events, trips, time in the shed, everything. You create your own short URL to link to your build in your social bio. You can research what parts and mods other people with the same car are using and ask them any questions you have. Guys, I think this is a fabulous way to extend what people are doing in the industry and avoid those little nasty questions that everyone's always asking, what lift and tires are you running? This is an awesome thing I'm happy to be supporting this year on the podcast. So go check them out on my 4x4. You'll see the links in our social bios. We also have a word from Froth and Race Parts. Guys, Froth and Race Parts, it's myself and Andre. If you want to check out some off-road race parts for your rig, go check it out on the socials, Froth and Race Parts. And last but not least, guys, if you're not following on Spotify, subscribing on YouTube, please check it out. Um, Spotify, you just search up the Hey Big Mac podcast. Uh, anywhere else you're listening, it'll be the exact same name. On YouTube, guys, we have the Hey Big Mac podcast and Froth Bros Media. Please go over, give them a subscribe, you know, enjoy the content. The opportunity here, if you want to advertise your business or brand, reach out to the email, heybigmacpodcast at yahoo.com. Uh, that's where you can inquire about any of the sponsorship advertising on these episodes. Thank you, guys. We appreciate your support. Let's hear today's episode. Shake and bake. Well, it's, it's and the that's your ones. brand mm. in a way. Like mm, mm, your mm. whole persona is like, let's build a female audience. Let's mm. get girls in the industry. Let's give them a role model to look to and mm-hmm. – People are missing that. Like there's mm. a lot of girls out there. Let's just say five years ago before COVID, there wasn't any girls in this industry at all. I know. And being, it is a male dominated industry. Like yeah. A, unless those blokes are going out and getting girlfriends and bringing them online, which is another tricky thing to yeah. do. That's why I'm here. That's why I, 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 said this to you, I said this to you the other day. Yeah. There has to come a point <laughs> where the blokes go, do you know what, Bridget? Thanks. Because yeah, they, I know where you're going with this. <laughs> dude, Bridget, thank you. Because of what you're doing yeah. has brought in, there is more girls in this industry now than ever before. And I'm yeah. not being big-headed and saying it's because of me. It's because of multitude of things, but I'm a part of it, yeah. right? And I recognize that I'm an important part of it. Mm. And if you 
ha- like meet a girl and you're going on dates and, and it's looking like she's going to be your girlfriend, ask her if she knows Bridget. Yeah. Right? Right? She's, you have full driving girl, right? You've met this chick. Yeah. Ask her if she knows me. If you end up dating her, you need to thank me. <laughs> you need to thank me, right? Yeah. And when you're out on the beach and when you're out on the tracks and you see more and more and more girls, aka options, yeah. right, that they weren't once upon a time, mm. that is because of people like me or aka, yeah. I'm sorry, but I'm proud yeah. to say, yeah, me. Like, yeah. and and it's like it's I I'm sometimes like I there's no way. I find it ridiculous if I could ever have a male hater because I'm like, one day yeah. you're going to have a girlfriend, yeah, right? And you're going to want her to be into four-wheel driving and you're going to want her to go camping with you, and right? Some, have someone and to relate to. Whose show are you going to show her to Yeah, to get her to fall in love with it or to get yeah. her to know that she can do it? Yeah. Or, you know, it is me, right? Yeah. It's like, it's. I feel like this is this is my analogy. If you If you're from Sydney, you'll know what I'm talking about, right? You go to Bondi Beach, mm. iconic beach. Yeah. Seagulls everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> everywhere, right? And they hang around because the humans sometimes mm. throw them chips. Yeah. Right? The humans at Bondi Beach, they're the blokes. Yeah. Right? And the chip is mm. that one girl. Or not the humans are the blokes, sorry. The seagulls, seagulls. are the blokes. Yeah. And the chip is the girl, right? Yeah. This is what it was like in the four-wheel driving industry not that long ago. Mm. You throw a chip. One chip and the men were just like seagulls going, ah, running to the chip for this one woman that had come in that had the same interests in you, that loved the outdoors, that drove her own four-wheel drive, that got amongst it, right? And all the boys were like, oh, my God, release the Kraken because some girl that I can connect with and that I can live my – I can go travelling with and I can go four-wheel driving with and she's going to froth it, right? Now we're not all fucking – ripping each other's hair apart for that one chip, like a bunch of psychotic seagulls. Yeah. Okay. There are girls around. Yeah. And if, when you There's when one of them way more girls coming girls around. Now, like, and when one of them becomes everywhere. your missus, mm. just send me a DM and just say, cheers, Bridge. Yeah. That's all that cheers, Bridge. I've got a missus and she's into four driving and she watches your show. Or my missus has now gotten into four driving and going camping because she's watching your show. Yeah. Um, boys, I'm helping you. Mm. You know? I want to flip the script. Flip the script. And you know where this might be going. Okay. I want to ask your opinion on, yes, there's a lot of girls getting into the full drive scene. Yeah. The girls doing it with not the right intentions or the same intentions uh, of OnlyFans. Oh, God. <laughs> um, I want to know your opinion because this is just. Never allowed somebody to on record ask me about this. Yeah. <laughs> ever. There's, you cannot search, you cannot find, I'm pretty sure, um, mm unless someone's done it to me and I didn't know, that there is on record of me chatting about this. Yeah. Um, because I have an interesting perspective. But I'm scared, I, I just so think you it's go unique first. Because there is so many girls, and yourself as one, that are putting themselves out there. Like you've got, you know, you go to the beach, you're in a bikini, it's all well and good. Yeah. But you're not promoting, Mm-mm. you're not using your business or anything, your socials to promote an income revenue on, yep. let's quotation, a porn site. Yep. Because yep. that's the stigma around it is it's yep. a porn site. Yep. yep. And yep. there is an overflow now yep. of girls getting into this injury, uh, industry using four-wheel driving mm-hmm. as a way to just gain money and Male followers and, to get yeah. OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And it's like it does sell. It, it does. It does work. Um, well, you're in the right industry for it, but... 
it's tricky. Like, it's, it's such it, a touchy subject yeah, to talk on. I've, where do I start? Where do I start? Okay. <laughs> um, so I know I'm going to offend people by saying this. I, yeah. I, know, it, I know it's coming, but um, I guess I signed up for it when I came and sat in the hot chair, didn't I? Um, yeah. But I – it is so against – it's so against my, like, business – vision and the thumbprint that I try to encourage the girls to do that if you want to be in this industry or you want to make a career out of it or you want to be an entertainer or you just want to be a YouTuber whatever you do not need to do that to make bread Mm. okay I will never do it like ever it's just it's not the legacy that I want to leave behind Mm. and you don't need to opt to that um, there are other ways of doing it and I'm supposed to be the proof girls, yeah. you know, and I just would, if one of my younger follower girls came up to me and told me that I would do everything in my power to stop her. Yeah. And I don't want to see my it, young it, girls. It is your brand, like be yourself. Yeah. Like, yes. And, and I don't want to see my young girls doing that. Yeah. Um, and I know, sorry. Okay. We've just got to put some context to it that, there are, I guess, some versions of OnlyFans that are completely unsexual, okay? Yeah. So, like, I find, like, in that case, then different, maybe my, my perspective is a bit different. Yeah. Um, but to the nature of what OnlyFans is about, it's a big no from me. Yeah. Like, I would never, ever, 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 ever encourage my little sister to do that. Um, I believe that she's capable of making more money in other ways that she would be proud to tell, tell her children. Mm. And that she's happy to know that it's online forever. Mm. However, I'm very independent and very, you know, you don't need no man and you can do it without him and don't ever borrow money from boys. Don't get your car built by a boy. Do not accept help. Like you can do it on your own, right? And as a way of being independent in the conversations that I've had with some of these girls when I'm trying, attempting to protect them is this is my way of being independent. Yeah. This is my way of not needing no man and really owning my skin and taking advantage of the fact that I'm a woman yeah. and taking life by the reins a little bit, my way, and hustling. Showing it can be done the original way, like yeah, hard yes, work, dedication, yes, not just yes, easily. For sure. <laughs> yeah. And and I I'm all for a like a good slog and business grind. And I mm. get the mindset, but I'm like, babe. If you have that sort of mindset, that sort of drive that you want to take life by the reins and you want to take advantage of the fact that you're a girl and you want to really fucking go for it, yeah, you are so talented and so capable. Your mindset is the mindset of like an entrepreneur or like an Elon Musk. The fact that you think like that mm. tells me that you could make more doing something else. Yeah, And I don't... I'm all for the independence. This is where I get tied up. I'm very, I'm extremely big on the independence and you not needing a man and my entire life mantra and every business decision I've ever made and personal mm. decision I've made, and I'll go into it and prove it, has really owned that suit that I talk, that I say online, yeah. right? Yeah. I would be a hypocrite if if I said, you can do it, you can do it, you can do it, girls. You know what I mean? Like. Mm. Get out of the passenger seat. You do not need a boy to help you build a car. You could you could absolutely do it yourself. I'm the proof. I'm the proof. Yeah. And then um 
And then I went and did something that was the polar opposite of it. So I really live like what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but when girls try to talk to me and say, but this is me being independent and this is me not needing no man, I fully get that. But don't get me wrong. There is, I looked at it at the very start going, if this turns to shit and let's just say five out of 10. So half of these girls don't get successful off OnlyFans and make that money that is in some cases your generational money. Like these girls are making an absurd amount of money. Oh, like, yeah. It's insane. Yeah. For those ones that are, mm. 100%, yeah. go for it because you've built yourself mm-hmm. your own mm-hmm. spot. Mm-hmm. Like whether it's applying for your family, buying a house, mm-hmm. living a dream, mm-hmm. that might have taken you 20 years, you're now doing it in two. Yep. Go for it. But the girls that I'm worried about are the ones that are doing it because they think and it's portrayed that you jump on OnlyFans, you're going to be rich. It's not exactly no, the case. Yeah. And the girls that do it for the wrong reason that put their body out there in two years' time, now their whole head trauma is yeah. my body's out there. Everyone's seen me. No one wants me. Like, yeah. And it's hard to speak on this from a bloke. Like, mm. I'm a single bloke. I see it all out there. I follow girls that are beautiful. Mm. But And then some of these girls out there are just like, hey, I get extra money and people are paying for something that I'm in a bikini. And yeah. You've never had a girl on the – oh, no, you've had a girl on the pod, but you never had a girl guest on the pod before, hey? Um, Just Shannon. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. of course. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, it is like – like Shannon, like myself and, and some of the other girls that I know that you'll have on one day. We're the perfect, we're the perfect people to ask. Yeah. And look, like I know the guys are going to hate me and they're going to be like, shut up, reject, because I'm subscribed to some of these girls only fans and don't encourage them to stop. But also like just go to Pornhub. You'll be right, mate. Like <laughs> it's I, the, I, so this is where. I, I think there's a I factor under- there too is I know that girl. Maybe there's a chance I could say with that girl that she'll mm. talk to me. She'll Mm. a high school crush or whatever it might have been there's instances like that out there mm-hmm. but it's like they're not what it's built up to be yeah um, i just find myself because i'm mature enough and and like uh honest enough no no no, no. i'm open enough i'm a very open yeah. person to listen to mm. truly listen and be like let me understand what you're trying to tell me yeah I can fully, fully fully see both sides of the fence especially 100%. when the girls say this is me being independent and this is me yeah. You know, um, you know, not like hustling my way, and I'm like fully get that doll. Um, however, mm. sorry to say, it, I know some girls are going to be like Bridget, shut up, and whatever, and guys are going to be like, don't encourage them to stop because we love it. Mm-mm. Yeah. As your big, you know, Zia, if you if you are going to take anything on. On anything that I say, uh, I girls, I think that you can do it without it, yeah. and I think that it is ruining the industry a little bit. Mm. Um, and I, I don't think that that's the way that I get. Think girls are more capable of making money another way. Um, I recognize, oh, you probably every girl's got, every girl every guy's yeah. got a got a dollar yeah. got a buying a buying out point. Yeah. So like, a smart person would say to me how much money do you have to be offered to take your clothes off? Like that's the smart question, okay, because yeah. that's what it technically comes down to. Is, and is if it you worth ask it? any bloke, if a bloke could do OnlyFans and be successful, there are exceptions out there. Yeah. But if a bloke could go swing his dick for cash, yeah. he would do it in the yeah, instant. Yeah, yeah. no one's paying for dick. Yeah, Unless yeah. you're that one-on-one. Like, yeah. One, like. yeah. <laughs> and so the, so the real question is how much money does Bridget have to be offered to do it? And yeah. I – 
I don't give a hell if I don't care if somebody if no one believes me. Mm. Couldn't there's no amount of money in the world. Yeah. If so they were like, what if I let you retire tomorrow with everything? I'd be like, the money's gonna feel better when I earn it. Yeah. Like my way, my way. I I, it's a no from me. And and lastly, like. I feel like I'm really offending people. Oh, podcasting is scary. I, lastly, <laughs> but, the but thing is... But you're never going to make everyone happy. No, That's I'm never going to make everyone happy. You're so right. But lastly, the thing is, is like... Oh, hang on. What was I going to say? We can cut all this bit out because I'm forgetting. <laughs> um, can we actually do that? Can you cut bits out? Yeah, we can cut it out. Oh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I you'll probably listen to it back later and you go no we're not cutting that yeah Let's just be cut, real keep going. yeah don't cut it um yeah I think I was just gonna oh shit <laughs> definitely definitely cut all this out and shit the mic um I think I basically I was just gonna say something like it's it's not for me money to me feels better and you do better traditionally with it. earned but yeah earned in like um living out a dream that requires you to keep your clothes on and yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not about it. Yeah. I really wish I could remember what I was going to say. When I remember it all. Like, like in, in a similar way, like you're essentially, if you're a bloke buying an OnlyFans, you're buying something to get a bit of content. Whereas to say something like yourself, you're creating content online where it's, you know, entertainment and people, whether it makes someone's day happier or whatever it might be. You then in that video somewhere might go, hey, we've got new merchandise out or something like that. Buy this product. Mm -hmm. You're saying, here's our link to our shop. Mm -hmm. Buy this product that's mm -hmm. a shirt for $15, $20, $30, whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. That person, at the end of the day, for the rest of their life that they keep that shirt, they've got a physical product that they're going to keep, they're going to cherish. Mm. That isn't a photo of someone naked online. So, yeah, mm. yep, 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 yep. No, I do get that. But I, I'm also a bit funny. I'm, I think you can probably tell by now. I'm, I'm quite... Uh, I have a very funny feeling about the way you make money off your audience because they're mm. not your ATMs to take advantage of. Yeah. And um, I, yeah. I, I think even, even that, putting out yeah. merch, I'm just like, got to be careful, got to be mm. careful. Like yeah. um, I, I just, my moral compass on other people's wallets is just very, 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 very up there. And that's why. Yeah. Um, and that's why, like, if I, like, I've only just started a shop. So I get asked all the time, oh, are you going to do merch or anything mm. like that? And I we, do merch. We, we've, yeah, built, yeah. we've built a shop now where, because we're doing race parts and all mm. that sort of stuff, mm. it's, you're buying something for your car. It's a modification that mm. people actually want and mm -hmm. keep. And I sort of put it there as an advertising. It's wrapping my head around it the last month that it's sort of been going. It's like, do you guys want shirts? Do you want stickers, banners? If you want to get them, they're here. Yeah. I'm not forcing every person to get them. Like no. I'm going to have mates. I'm going to go. Here's a band, here's a shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Grab this stuff. Rock it. Like if you don't want to rock it, I don't care. Yeah. But it's you know there's an option there because some people do, and they're fortunate enough to have the money where they can go spend it. Mm. There are people out there that if that fifteen dollars is the difference between them getting a pie mm. and a coffee in the morning or them getting a shirt, I respect the hell out of it. Mm. But you've got to eat. You've got to still live your life. Yeah, and yeah, for sure. Enjoy. So it's, you just don't want it. You don't want it's to tricky. take. You don't want to. You don't want to take advantage of it. And, um, yeah, just have 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 respect for like. I I just think I'm just quite protective of of the audience mm. and um them buying gear. Yeah. Car gear. Mm. Uh, 
because I've influenced them to do it. Um, uh, same with merch. Yeah. If, if you want to have that, you know, it's not a necessity. It's yeah. like a luxury. Mm. And if you want to do it and you want to have the luxury, it better be a good quality luxury mm. and it better have love be put into it and, you know, truly be your brand and, and you know, have some love behind it. I just, I just don't think that OnlyFans has love behind it. I just think no. it's men will buy it, this will work. And I just don't, I just don't like it. It's not, it's yeah. not for me. It's not for me. Yeah. I, I have to disclaimer it and just say, I personally have girlfriends mm. that do OnlyFans. I've got plenty of friends that yeah. do it. And they are the best, this, kindest yep. people. Will You can go party with them and it does not matter mm-hmm. what their job is. Mm-hmm. Like we hang out. We don't care what each other's job is. You're a genuinely good person mm. and there are those people. But that's how I've been able to develop this perspective yeah. because I've unpacked it with my girl and guy friends that are are for it and are against it. Yeah. Um, and whatever somebody wants to do to make their living at the end of the day, it's not my life and I don't care. Yeah. But I'm just a little bit protective. Maybe it's just yeah. in the Italianness. It, I don't it's know. It's also your brand. Mm. You've, you've built a reputation where you're trying to – I wouldn't say you're trying to be that role model. You are that role model for girls to show them a path that's out of the ordinary. Yeah. yeah. And I and like I was saying before, I really live what I um, live what say. You preach, live like, live yeah. what I preach. Yeah, that's the saying. You know, there's been opportunities. And, like, I'll just be honest. There's been opportunities um, when I was starting YouTube where I did not accept financial help from my ex-boyfriend or yeah. even, even my current boyfriend. Yeah. I um, – or certain, like, even getting my car built yeah. um, and getting assistance from the boyfriend. There's nothing wrong with your boyfriend giving you a hand. It's like I sort yeah. of say, um, if if you need your hair cut and your partner's a hairdresser, who's going to cut your hair? Exactly. Yeah, or you need legal advice and your partner's a lawyer. Of course, that's what partners do is that you help each other out. Yeah. But my entire brand is about encouraging girls mm. And guys, yeah. to not need anybody to live the life that I live. Yeah. Right. And the and I would be a hypocrite if I was having you know my my partner building my car. <laughs> yeah. Or um, giving me money. You know, yeah. like it's I've got to do it my way. And maybe maybe I'm the idiot. Right. Yeah. Maybe my career would be so much further along. And maybe my cars would be so much better and I would have had newer cars sooner and whatever if I accepted the help from the men around me that offered it to me. Mm. But no, I'm yeah. sorry. I just, it's, it's not me. When I'm old and I'm looking back, I'm going to be like, you know, you did that bridge. Like mm. I'm proud. 50-year-old me would be proud of me. And and I've just said no to help. Um, yeah. And all due respect from the boys that have wanted to help, I just have said Thank you, but I, I've got to do it myself. It might mean that my I path is a little bit I want slower. To understand it. Mm-hmm. It's I, I've been in a similar situation. Let's not to the same extent, but I started off with a four wheel drive. Did not know how to service it. Did not know how to look after it. Mm. Any of that. Fortunately, I've got really good mates around me that are mechanics, uh, so called bush mechanics that have just taught themselves as well. And that's where I am now. Is I'm a bush mechanic. I've had. Stuff that I've learned through YouTube, especially, and like I did a trip to the territory. I lived in the territory for a year, like that'd be five, five six years you. ago. Yeah, and I got to 
it was probably four hours out of Townsville. Oh, no, sorry, four hours out of Rocky. Yep. And bang, wheelbarrow and gone on the side of the highway. Oh, that sucks. Like, yeah, right. I had the spares. Like, I knew I knew this car enough. It was a shitbox, but it was a fucking awesome car. I loved it. But I had the spares. I fixed it. I knew just enough from watching people, helping people that I've done it. And now it's just a casual thing that I can do. Mm. Like, I've done it so many times. I'm mm. used to it. But mm. I now save myself money for mechanics. Mm. I know exactly what the work's been done. I know if something fucks up, it's my fault and mm-hmm. where I've gone wrong. And I never used to just even service my car. Like, so I'm talking oils, any like engine oil, stuff like that, because I was just freaked out about the fact of it's a motor. Now I'm comfortable doing it, but I've learned so much from mates that have done it, shown me the correct and wrong ways. And mm-hmm. I don't know, I just did a service in my car yesterday. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to. Put the phone up. It's probably going to be, I was going to put it on YouTube, but I was like, no, it's just going to be an Instagram reel. Little bits and pieces. But there's one thing that I've nearly fucked up before on a 79 series is there's a little cage in the oil filter. If you don't put that cage back in, it collapses the oil filter, starves the motor, and it blows up with like that. Oh. Crazy. Yep. And it's so simple for that little cage to pop out. I was just like, add that in there. Because like, a, lot, a lot of people are conscious of it now. Like it's happened. But there's just little things like that and how I do my stuff. and. It's like if it's going to help someone. If it's going to help, help someone, someone for sure. And you know what does help someone? Um, if like if I'm in a unique position where mm. I have the power of the edit yeah. in what goes out. Yeah. If I were to make a mistake doing something mechanical or even driving, um, and this has happened, mm. um, a great example of it is one time – I had a lot of anxiety. I was really nervous. Olivia from This Is Living, you know, you know who This Is Living yeah, yeah, is yeah. Tommy and Liv. Um, so like ten she, out of she's got a new job now. Yeah, new job. Well, yeah. no, no, no. She's still This Is Living. Yeah, right? she's yeah, yeah but yeah. she's just a part. Yeah, for sure. There's been so much involvement. She's killing it. Absolutely, yeah. like massive shout out to Olivia. I've known Olivia since well, I was in Year well, Seven. We were in the same school. They've and just together. put out their first video with her. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, the car comparison. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I watched it. She killed it. Yeah. I knew she would. She's of course she did. on camera though. Yeah, yeah, like. yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, uh, anyhow, Olivia and I were going traveling in the outback. Yeah. And um, I wasn't supposed to go. She was supposed to go mm. um, because it was a bucket list of hers. And she'd come to me and she was like, like any, you know, great mate, is like, Bridge, do you mind just like helping me put together a bit of an itinerary where I should camp, what I should do? Because I've never gone traveling solo on my own. I'm going all the way to the Northern Territory and I'm like kind of nervous. And I was like, yeah. of course, I've done it like six times. I got you. Yeah. Um, go over to a house and um, we started unpacking it. And she was saying to me, I know that we're segueing a bit, but this is just a cool story. Um, she was saying to me, you know, I really want to take my dog. She's a hunter. Yeah. yeah? I really want to take my dog. I feel safer if I take my dog. And me knowing where she was going and what she was facing and the heat out there and the extent of what was going to happen, I was really, really encouraging her and saying that your trip will actually be quite tarnished if you take a dog in this circumstance. Especially in the Territory. In the Territory. And a lot of people forget up yep. there, like completely off topic again. Yep. You take a dog up there, it, my dog wants to run straight to the water. Yep. 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 You do that up there, Problem. Croc. Yeah, problem, for right. sure. So... Olivia, um, I'm encouraging her not to take yeah. her dog and she wanted to take her dog, understandably, because it yeah. would make her feel safer. Yeah. And like I fully get that. And then there's me being like, no, 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 no. Like mm. I, I promise you your trip will be better if you don't take the dog. Yeah. Um, 
you are your own safety. You know, you got this. Anyway, after a big conversation, she turned around and she was like, I really want to drive it. Fine, I won't take my dog. I want to drive it myself, though. Like I want to mm. take my car, her old car. Um, I want to drive it myself. But maybe could you just shadow me? And yeah. that was a really cool – no one's ever asked me to do that before. Basically, drive behind me. Let me do all the driving. Let me – all the four driving tracks that we're going to do. Let me do everything first. Yeah. But if I run into an issue, you're my support car. Yeah. I get that now. It's like we, having a camera car. Camera car. Like, <laughs> at the time, I was yeah. like, that's unusual. But now we have – just a friend's trip. We're doing our yeah, own trip yeah, together yeah, but yeah, separately. Yeah. Because yeah. she really wanted to earn that. Yeah. And I was like, I'll do that for you. Yeah. <laughs> when do you want to leave? And she was like – I think it was like a week or like two Tomorrow. weeks. And I was like, shit, right? Yeah. My car was not ready. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay, like I'll be ready. And um, so I, I pushed and pushed and pushed. And I said to her, I was like, can I put this on YouTube? I think this is going to be pretty epic, you know? Yeah. Um, and she was like, yeah, yeah, of course. She wasn't doing YouTube at the time. I think yeah. this would have been the trip. I think she probably had a headache by the was end of the trip. this on, so going back. Is this Red Dirt or your Nah, my YouTube? my yeah, my yeah. YouTube channel before Red Dirt. Yeah. Um, and I, I'd been encouraging Olivia well before we'd gone on this trip, being like, I really think that you'd be good at YouTube. Like, yeah. and also too, I'm quite protective again of a friend. Um, and she had, I hope I don't get in trouble for this, but she had a um a boss that I wasn't a fan of yeah. the way that he treated her, and I wanted Olivia to get out. Yeah. Um, and I was like, you should do YouTube, you should do YouTube, you know? And mm. she was like, oh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. We go on this trip together and obviously I just kept badgering her. Yeah. Um, and then like she could see that she could see by the end of the trip that she totally is talented enough and whatever. Yeah. Anyway, um, and as in the week when I'm rushing to get the car ready to be able to go on the trip, I'm quite anxious and nervous because mm. I'm like, I'm going to hold, I've got to hold the responsibility because now I've got to be mechanically um aware enough of my own car and her car yeah and i've got to put a trip together and find out everything for both of us like i was like there's a bit on yeah. right um and i wasn't that mechanically savvy at the time and i made a mistake when i was servicing the car like the day before we were leaving and i accidentally um just nicked up my sump plug a little bit too tight oh. and it skipped oh no <laughs> and it couldn't hold oil anymore yeah. um so i just like cooked the thread basically yeah um, I feel silly that I did that. Um, I should have known better, but I was rushing and I just did. I just, I just stuffed up. Yeah. Um, and because we were filming everything for YouTube, I was like, do I include this in the episodes? Mm -hmm. And this is early YouTube days for me where the idea of putting out honest mistakes made me incredibly nervous because I was yeah. like, people are going to think I'm an idiot. Um, and I did and I put it out and a few people thought that, but it made the journey more exciting to watch because it gave, my, it gave it a drama. Gave it a like, drama because we we sickerflexed. <laughs> this is bush mechanics. This is like, bush mechanics. I mean, I've done like, some sketchy shit too. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like I'm not proud of it, but we 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 wanted to tap the thread and fix it, but there wasn't time. And I, what what whatever. I'm, I'm not a mechanic. Okay, I think we should all know this by now. Mm. Um, so I with like a, a heat resistant, a heat resistant sickerflex. Are you getting Are you it? Get yeah, you, you just get, get that, that noise. Yeah. yeah. What is it. that? Oh. The wolf is back. <laughs> the dogs are bloody running amok. Um, where was uh, I at? Oh. Basically, uh that's right. I over tightened the sump plug. Mm. And I put that bit of content, I put that out online. And I was very, very, very nervous about it. But what that does, 
yeah. that not a lot of YouTube channels do do, uh, do do. Um, yeah. is tell the true narrative of what's actually happening. The which reality I, of the reality of yeah. the situation. Um, you making mistakes. You know what you might truly be feeling in an an an, an actual moment. Um, and I think it's, I think that that is maybe not yet, but I believe that people are going to realize that I don't watch YouTube mm. to watch a dub of Netflix. No. I don't want to watch a, a pre-scripted. Did you catch that noise? No. Oh. I don't want to watch a, um, I don't want to watch a scripted, you know, untrue narrative of what actually happened. I want to see real people do real stuff. Yeah. And showing the mistakes is, is how you get there. Yeah. And I think that it, it, gives people the ability to know that um, it doesn't always go perfectly, mm. but that doesn't mean that you should not go on that trip or not plan or not save or not try. Yeah. Um, tell the truth and and we can all relate. We can all relate because we've all done it, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's a, um, it's a weird one because I'm trying to put it in like something like we can realise when we relate to is – I've done trips where I've blown a tire off the bead, I've broken a diff or mm -hmm. snapped a tail shaft or an axle and I'm just feeling because like it was a little while ago now but me, Tommy and Mitch went out in the bush, we filmed a video and five metres into the first track, yeah, smash, I just blew a CV. I was like, you're kidding me. Solid really? axle cruiser, you did. blew a CV, like simplest track. The boys are just going straight up. Wow. I was like, out of everything, I was like, just shock-loaded it, heavy tyres, bang. I was like, I should have known better. Keep going. I'm like, it's just a hub. It won't be a big deal. We'll sort it out. Then I find out, all right, so rear locker's not working. Oh. So that's put me into the shit. Yep. Front locker's still working. Broken axle in the front, so I'm technically like two-wheel drive, and it was just a shit show. And then my hub breaks. Mm. I'm like, fuck. But I was just like, Tommy's like, what do we do? Do we just stop filming and fix it? I don't know. I'm like, bro, if you're cool, let's just send it. I said, I'm going to put this thing into a drive and we're just going to keep going. Mm -hmm. It was a funnest video. like Of course. Just, but I was like, it didn't stop me. I still made it there, but I put a lot more strain on the car being under yeah. pressure more. But yeah. I was like, shit happens. I yeah. said, it's just a hub. It's just an axle. Get it fixed. Not a big deal. Mm. So it's just like you know, some people portray it like, oh, we've got to hide that that's happened. Like, and We've seen it with but, but, a lot of other big name yeah. YouTubers. Out I was just there. about to say, you know why it's hidden? Why do you think it's hidden? Brands, reputation. Yeah, I always find it interesting, especially asking someone like you, like why, why hide it? Um, yeah. Why a pe Why something that is so important? Like it's literally my content style is tell the true mm. narrative and yeah, you know real narrative, real adventure with real meaning is mm. like sort of my mantra. Like I don't put that out. I don't tell anybody that. I don't want to give yeah. all my tricks away, but that gives it away. It's like yeah. a real narrative, real adventure with real meaning. Mm. Um, why Why if that's my, my whole frame of content type, is it so hidden from someone else, do you reckon? Yeah, it's, it's weird. <laughs> do, you know, do you reckon you know why? Like, not really, but it's – is I, it being judged? Like, oh, yeah, like what, like, like hurt the ego, maybe for sure. Yeah. Um, I, wow, I sometimes think, I just think, 
I, yeah. I, I have no proof. I don't know. Um, but just for the sake of the topic, I think mm. that it is for money. Yeah, right. Because if I put it this way, um, it wouldn't look too good if my if my well, I, I could get myself in trouble here, but I, this is just <laughs> what I think. Imagine yeah. if I was right, though. Yeah. Maybe the but I just think that. It's more profitable not to show gear breaking down. Yeah. Um, On the other side of that, it gets a lot more attention when it does. True, That's but the it, return on investment for a brand is not there. No. It also so depends the, it, on the if it's a product that's heavily mm, sponsored and advertised mm, and something's either breaking or continuously breaking, it does not look good. Mm -hmm. But... I, I think like it's something that's an axle or whatever like that. It's such a common thing that if you can break it and have a laugh with your friends in the bush that it's broken and like, yes, it's a serious issue that something's mm. broken, mm. but it's not the end of the world because it is such a normal thing that people can just sit there and have a laugh. And I feel like if we take it so seriously and project it online so seriously, like this is a major thing, it's going to shy people off or really scare them when that thing does happen. Because mm. I've seen a lot of people like we'll be on a trip somewhere and they go, do we need like CVs, axles, hubs? And I go, know your car, know what's going to break and don't be afraid to push the limit of yourself and the car. Mm. If it does break, we just fix it. We mm. might get to camp half an hour later or an hour later, but it's, it's not a big deal. Mm. And Yeah, for sure. I see it as that, but there's different circumstances where like if you do break something and it's a repetitive thing of a brand that you're heavily promoting, it's not the best. Mm. Yeah, like, that and – that's why I think that there's the protection of, but that's where that's where it comes into your choice in sponsorship deals. Is that you can take yeah. a sponsorship deal that might be worth, uh, like I would know that um, a a sponsorship deal that is incredibly, incredibly, incredibly scripted is probably mm. worth more money, whereas True. a sponsorship deal where you're like, can I just use it and tell everybody what I think about it and show it warts and all, they'll be mm. like, yeah, that's cool, but it's only worth this much. Yeah. Um. I'm not saying all brands are like that, but I'm sure that they're out there. Mm. I, I've heard it's just I've been sponsored by the same brands for such a long enough period of like time now loyalty. that I haven't really been able to sort of like I haven't really chopped and changed. There has been changes. Like I'm not neglectful yeah. of saying that. Like there's been people that I've walked from and 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 all that. Um, but I. I, I I think that might be why. I think mm. that might be why. But I've yeah. got to be like I can't sit here and say that every single person that is a supporter of the show is the same supporter of the show as the very beginning. That's quite literally by definition impossible. I didn't yeah. own Red Dirt once upon a time. Yeah. You know? Um, and, yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. Mm. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a weird subject though, isn't it? Because everyone's going to have, especially for us, mm. a content you don't want to have that known for your content either. Like you're pushing a narrative in your own content. And mm. it's, I think Mac and TJ do a really good job of just keeping it real. Mm -hmm. And like you look at what Mac's just done to the cruiser, he owned up to it. Like there could have been so much speculation if someone put out a photo of, oh, he's this bent. He said, yeah, I jumped it. I mm. jumped it way too hard and I bent something. Mm. I guarantee less people are going to go out and jump their cruiser because they think, oh, we're going to, break a housing or bend a housing but it's pretty well known that anyone has 79 is those housings are pretty weak mm. so it's but he does a really good job whether whatever car it is like scratches up or rips a bumper off or I don't know, like 
mm-hmm. example of anything, they just keep it as it is. Mm-hmm. That happened. We fucked up. We fix it. We try again. Mm. And it's yeah, for sure. Mm. And there are I re- that that's the YouTube that I consume is the ones that I'm that they're like. This happened. This is how we fixed it. This happened. This is how we got through it. Um, again, YouTube to me is meant to be real people doing real stuff. Yeah. Show me the real story, and I and I just I genuinely just find that so entertaining. Yeah. It's like it's like comparing a movie to Big Brother. Yeah, it's like one is just watching people do what they do and see what unfolds. That's what that's what four wheel driving content I reckon should be is like people just go on their adventure and see what happens and. Yeah. And yeah, you can have your, you know, your storyline and your visions and stuff like that. But we want to know how the gear goes, and we want to know what the adventure really was like. Was it worth yeah. going there? Mm. You know, um, and that's why we put out so many episodes one winter season that it was raining all the time yeah. because it did just rain all the time. You can't plan and yeah, we could nature. have not posted and then just waited until it was all sunshines and rainbows. But I was like, we really want to drive this track. It's yeah. raining. It's probably going to make it incredibly impossible for Bridget to do it. But you're going to learn today, and I did. Yeah. Like, and you just and you just get out there and you just do it. You know, I don't want anybody to be turned away because the weather's not perfect. Mm. You know, um, and then and and trust in your gear. It's funny because like you say that, and sometimes you just plan a trip that like I did a trip about this time last year, and it was not a planned trip. Like it was just like. Hey, we're going over to Morton. It was just like, for me, it was last minute. Everyone else was playing. Went, and it just pissed down the whole time. That was when those big storms were happening yeah. about a year ago. Yeah. It's it it what it is, but yeah. I'm not going to sit there in a gazebo all day and make shit out of it. Yeah. It was jump on the jet skis. You're going to get wet anyway. Yeah. Jump on the tube. You're going to get wet yeah. anyway. Go out and run amok wherever you are. Like, yeah. And you just enjoy it for what it is. Like you don't you let actually, it get you down. On, and I, you just, it was almost one of those things like, at the time, if I was filming, it would have been a sick episode to film because it was, it's not, oh, no, it's raining. It's, oh, it's raining. What can we do? Yeah. It's, how can you change it up? Like, Because yeah. if it wasn't raining, it would have been so much different. Yeah, absolutely. But, I actually really, um, I I really don't mind when it rains on wheeling episodes. No, it makes it fun. Yeah, it does, doesn't <laughs> it? Um, touring episodes kind of annoying. Yeah. Because I'm like, uh, but wheeling episodes, I'm like, it's sick. Yeah. I think the episode's cool. I think it makes it real tough. Like how many mm. times have you driven a track that you're like, oh, the track's easy, and then you go and drive the track in the rain and you're like, I can't. It's impossible. It's impossible. Yeah. And um, Glass House is a really good example of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yep, 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 absolutely. And I'm sure there's places down where you come from, like coughs and all that. Like i got a few mates down there and they just go, when it rains, we go wheeling. I'm like, yeah. why? He's like, because we've all done it yeah. in the dry yeah. and it's not a challenge. When a you go track. out in the wet and you're talking – very similar, let's just say comp trucks, mm-hmm. very similar trucks. The only difference is tyres and driver. It's interesting to see where stuff goes. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. When, when it's dry, there is heaps of factors that just go into when it's a dry track. Everyone can drive it. Yep. But when it's wet, it comes down to the two main things, aggregate traction yeah. and who's the driver. Yep, absolutely. And it's, it's skill. That's absolutely. It yeah, yeah, yeah. It sort of like defines the men from the boys a bit, doesn't it? Mm. Um and no, I can I completely do agree with you. But that's just it. Um, you know, we can go on and on and on about for ages about tell the true story. It's what people yeah. are craving to see, I think anyway. Yeah. Um, so that's just that's just what I'll keep doing. And yeah. and you know, I, why would I ever want to watch something? Why would I ever want to put out something that I wouldn't watch? Yeah. 
you know. Exactly, yeah. Like that's – it's just as simple as that. And I think – I'm sure a lot of people that watch content, they're watching stuff that relates to them or gives them some part of an enjoyment that they can take and use in their life. I completely agree. Yeah. I completely agree. It's – no, it's so hard to put that into an example of something. Yep. But I watch someone's content because of things that I can – I watch a lot of American content. That's the best way to put it. And there's Diesel Brothers and Seaboys TV. I saw Whistle and Diesel on your computer when you opened it up before. Oh, I love that shit. Yeah, yeah. But it's just like yeah. he wants to be rowdy and have fun yeah. and fuck around. Yeah. It's like who doesn't want to do that? Can't do that in Australia though. Because every, it's – what's the same from? Like the tall poppy syndrome? Yeah. Everyone just puts you down like, oh, you're yeah. making too much money and fucking yeah. all that yeah. shit. Yeah, But then it's like the boys like the Diesel Brothers, they go out, they do recoveries, they're helping people, they're doing really nice things. Same as like Mr. Beast, all that. And they're just getting like, in a way, praise for it. But I'm not sure if you've seen not too long ago, Mr. Beast did like 100 wells in Africa or somewhere. And he got grilled for it. He got fucking shit on for it. It's like, motherfucker, you tell me how many wells you've gone and put in Africa. Have you seen where he got, where Uh, they were trying to cancel him for healing a thousand or a hundred blind people? people? Yeah, same thing. And it was like, like, you're using people's disability for your own content. It's like. That, that content paid for him to be able to do that. He doesn't. He I helps people's lives. misconception is he doesn't take that money for himself. I know. I know. He, I know. But it's crazy. I know. But, I really, really, I really do look up to Mr. Beast. Not obviously yeah. the, the content that he puts out. Well, the content that he puts out I love because you can feel it. Yeah. You know. Um, and I love content, like I said, with real meaning. Um, and a lot of his stuff is like real heartfelt. Absolutely, oh. absolutely. Yeah. And well, Mr. Beast's gotten it right because, like, put it put it this way: you don't get two hundred million subscribers for sure. Doing how like, do you get how yeah. do you get two hundred million subscribers? Like, right? So, yeah. so he's doing something right. He's doing something right, and I reckon what it is is the reason why you subscribe to a full driving YouTube channel is because you care about full driving. Yeah. Right. Not everybody cares about full driving. No. So the hope is to get anybody that cares about four-wheel driving to come and watch a show. Yeah. But that's not what every single person in the world has in common. Yeah. What does every single person in the world have in common? Life. And, and emotion. Yeah. And when Mr. Beast makes videos that tinker on emotion, mm. whether it's suspense or people, you know, a life-changing amount of money. Yeah. And people, Crazy money. people going way out of their comfort zone to be able to try to get the money yeah. um, and so much so that you can feel it, you know, like mm. that. I think that he's done a really good job of his content frame yeah. um, from my perspective is it is lent into the something that every single human being has in common. Yeah. Um, and he does really well with it. Really well with like, it, doesn't he? And a lot of people get caught up and go, oh, he just makes children's videos. Nowhere near mm, like that. No. He's, but he's got that real sort of cartoon characteristic yep. to those videos. Yep. Like you, you could go back through and watch all these videos and go, the shit he's doing, yep. people have thought about doing. Yeah. They just never had the, Absolutely. the time, the money, the guts to Absolutely. do it. Absolutely. For anybody like, that doesn't know who Mr. Beast is, just by the way, um, he's the biggest YouTuber in the world. Easily. Yeah. Yeah. The and biggest YouTuber in the world. So that's why we're talking about him because it's like, if you're going to take a note out of his book. Yeah. Um, but Yeah. The biggest podcaster in the world, Joe Rogan. What do you think his thing is that he's getting? So we've unpacked the the, per, the best figure of YouTube, my yeah. side of the couch, your side of the couch, the best podcaster in the world. What do you reckon Joe Rogan does that he does yeah. really well in? 
that, that what's his thing? What's his finesse? How diverse he is. Nice. He talks to everyone nice. and anything. Yeah. And the one thing he says it himself, yeah. just listen. Yep. And it's Absolutely. just like that's what it is. Let Absolutely. people tell their story without you telling someone else's story. Absolutely, and, for sure. And the proof is in yeah. who is second. I'll tell you who's second. Her name's Alex Cooper. I know she has the podcast yeah. Call Her Daddy. She's second to Joe Rogan. She's got the second biggest yeah. podcast in the world. I hope I'm right in saying that she's currently second. I'm pretty sure she is. Um, there is some massive names out there. Yep. Yeah. And what what is her thing is that she is the ultimate female brand. Yeah. Well, ultimate. I'm sure you remember when they were, like the last time I listened to them, it was Call Her Daddy. Yeah. It was their podcast with was Alex and Sophia. Yeah. And if you're a bloke and you haven't listened to that podcast, go listen because <laughs> you're going to learn some shit. Yeah. You get a little but, bit chumped. <laughs> yeah. At the same time. If you're a bloke and you've listened to that podcast <laughs> yeah. and you go up to a girl and say, call her daddy. A girl, no. They're going to know what the fuck you're talking about. And that's about. it. So if you're going to compare Joe Rogan to Alex Cooper, yeah. number one podcast in the world, number two podcast in the world, yeah. Joe Rogan's diverse to everyone. It's completely gender yeah. neutral. Alex Cooper is appealing to boys and girls, but definitely girls. So yeah. she has every single girl in the world, almost, yeah. if you're the right age, you're not a baby, yeah. but... Um, knows she's grabbed the entire gender she's gone for a gender and she's collected the gender yeah but joe rogan hasn't lent into a gender type he's gone to no. everybody which is why he's able to be first and, and she'll never be able to be first because yeah. there's gonna there's more like there's not more girls than boys you, you get what i'm trying to get at yeah um but i i i think this is something about me that people find a bit that they don't know until they meet me is um how strategic and calculated and how much of a businesswoman I really am. Yeah. Um, and I've gotten to see that yeah, as well, which yeah. is you don't expect because you don't see people like that no, no, from no. through it's the, the TV stuff. or the computer. You yeah. don't see them sitting behind a computer making phone calls hours on hours a, a day. Mm-mm, absolutely. And, and like the the strategy that behind the scenes that Red Dirt runs now and even more so me when I was independent and on my own, um, is it's it's very strategic it's very calculated it's very thought through it's incredibly thought Mm. through before it's released and um there's so much more investment than what people realize Mm. like you know yes yes i'm sponsored yes we sell merch yes the the show is growing and growing and like i'm so proud of it but that money's not in my pocket yeah it's on the brand yeah it's investing back to content trips constantly you've got Filmers, Absolutely. Editors, I've just bought and- I just bought, you know, new cars, um, brought on more staff. The team is bigger than what people get yeah. to know. Mm. Um and I'm really like humble. If, if I was to take a wild guess now and go, Who's Red Dirt? Mm. I go, It was you, mm. Bree, mm. Brody, mm. and what's the other one? Troy. Troy Staines. Yeah. Shout out Troy Staines. <laughs> Shout out Troy. Such a good word. But have you met him? No. Oh, okay. Never He's, met Troy or Brody, actually. I've yeah, never met him. They're, they're just camera. Uh, Troy's just a camera. Well, not just a camera guy, an incredibly talented camera very guy behind good. the scenes. But that's how the show is able to look the way that it does because mm. he's very good. So same yeah. with Brody. Um, so the the difference in what you described just now mm. is there's actually more people in the team than what you get yeah. to know because the names don't get said. Yeah. Um, you know, there is some it's in, like – really important people behind the scenes um yeah. and like for their own privacy i won't say but like the the what 
the team energy and the morale to make it great. It's not just coming from me. Like, yeah, maybe I'm leading it, and may, but really I'm just the cheerleader and to, to have everybody firing on all cylinders. Yeah. And, and the crux of what my job has to do is, yes, like lead the team, but um, create. Mm. I, I have to be the creator and the yeah. host and the businesswoman and be the one that takes all the risk because yeah. they have kids. They can't not get paid. Like, yeah. So, and I just invest everything and everything and everything back into the brand, whether it's make, make the merch not be, you know, intermediate, that medium level. I want the mm. top shelf, absolute premium yeah. of the entire collection, pull the merch down, reassess everything, save up, and then make sure that it is absolutely top tier, better cameras, yeah. you know, just investing and investing and investing to push it, yeah. get to more shows, get to WA, like. Go further. Don't just run up and down the East Coast like the show, you know, got into the trap of once doing because it's so hard to navigate everything. Um, go further. Buy more cars. There's more cars now than ever before. Yeah. Um, and that's what the money is definitely not in my pocket, not mm. at all. Like I just take home enough to make sure that my dog is yeah. happy. Um, <laughs> Mr. Bob Barley. <laughs> yeah, Bob Barley. That my dog is happy, that I'm happy. Um one day yeah. I would like to let the rewards of the show spread towards my family. Yeah. Um, I would love to do that one day, but that day is not anytime soon. I'll yeah. just keep throwing it, throwing it on it and on it and on it because I believe in it and I know yeah. what it's capable of. Um, someone just needs to make the sacrifice and that person will be me. Yeah. Um, and Brody is Brody's still the editor. So the, the changes, we're sort of getting, we're sort of going in that direction, aren't we actually? What? The the um the more I talk about red dirt, yeah. I sort of realize that I'm looking at the questions on the computer yeah. screen that you're moving towards, and I'm like, there's that one big question. The question on everybody's lips is, what happened to Bree and Bridget? Yeah, is that camera stop? I think so. Yeah. Want to just chuck another battery? Check it. Yeah. Okay. It, it always stops in such a pivotal Dramatic. moment. <laughs> yeah. Where was I at? I'm an incredibly calculated person. Yeah. I'm very thoughtful and thought through. Mm. Um, anyone that knows me knows that. And my this, my heart, I mean that, really, really, really thinks about the audience. Yeah. And all, and then the information that I'm getting, you know, from Brie as a friend of what she wanted to go and do with her future. Yeah. Taking all of that on someone else's wants and needs, and my heart to the audience, and then my calculation. I made a business decision. Yeah. As a as a woman, I made a business decision because I wanted to help her get what she was wanting for her future. Yeah. Um, and as a as a business person, um, I want to morally align with all of the decisions and actions that the brand does. Yeah. Um, so this is the best way going forward. And um the you know, the full stop to that whole thing is really just let the content speak for itself. Go yeah. watch both shows and then decide which one you want to watch forever. Mm. Um, I'm everyone at Red Dirt is so excited about the future, yeah. and I, I, I wish I could click forward six more months so that everybody can see what I have the privilege of knowing. I've seen in my head of what we've captured, yeah. and um, I can't wait, and I won't stop until the brand is double its size, so that I can know, um whether it's egotistical or just even just the success, the measure of success that I want is the, for the business yeah. and the brand. When the brand is double its size, then I don't think that there's any question on 
Um, you, you needed her to do this, or correct. it was, it was yeah. someone else helping you reach that. Yeah, I, I can it do it whether yeah. I'm here with ten people yep. or myself. Yep, right. absolutely, absolutely. And then that sort of brings in the question, you know, when I put that poll up on Instagram for the questions for people to ask for me to come mm. on this pod, but um, people saying, "Tell us about the Apprentice. Tell us about the Apprentice." Yeah. And I understand this is a really opportune time, and we've said that Bree's leaving. You know, you think that we're dubbing in some Apprentice to replace Bree. That's not the case. This yeah. is actually the really exciting part, right? Yeah. I've known, again, being the owner of the brand, I've known for a really long time, um, way longer than anybody realizes. Mm. that this was coming and prior to that I had met Nass yeah and she was just a friend but I saw a lot of talent in her like 18 months ago yeah and about a year ago I said to her I think that you're a little cracker like mm. I can see something in you that I saw in myself yeah um we do not have I do not want to throw you online like immediately I didn't have the privilege of um you know Tommy from Explore, right? Yeah. Where I'm envious of Matt from Explore Life is that Tommy was a little YouTuber before. So Matt yeah. could be like, I see talent in you and it's proven talent. Like I think you're a little cracker. Come on in. Let's brand. grab someone and just and put them exhaust in. about it. Like, is, is that the right word? Like, just accelerate the shit out of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, like, for sure. Um, give them the big microphone because I think yeah. that they're great. I didn't have that with Nas, right? Mm. Nas wasn't a tried and tested little firecracker. Yeah. As a human being, somebody that is calculated and does have a very creative mindset, I could see something in her yeah. that I thought will be fantastic. Yeah. So I pitched her the offer and I said, I would like to train you off record mm. for six months. And if you're feeling it, if you feel what I feel, let's get you onto the brand. So Nas has been trained under my wing for quite a long time. Yeah. And now we've only surfaced her to the to you know the stage, so to speak. However, it is just ironic that, and I knew that the flip was going to happen at the same time that when Brie, when we were announcing that Brie was leaving, because we knew that Brie was going for quite some time. Yeah. We just kept creating, creating, creating. And we separated our content. I don't know if you ever noticed, but Red Dirt, once upon a time, we used to make content and Brie and I were always together. Then we always. separated it. And people did start to notice that. For sure. So we separated our content. We, the transition's technically been going on for ages, right? Yeah. Um, and then, so then Brie starts coming to me that she wants to chase her different dreams. And I'm like, oh, I'm training this little apprentice. Now, uh, Nas will never be stepped up. Mm. as the replacement patrol driver. That's not the case. That's not yeah. what she's so fantastic at. Mm. What the show has done is now Red Dirt has got three vehicles. Yep. Uh, once upon a time, two, now three. Mm. Um, and in, and those vehicles being, which I have kept this private for so long that it's so sick to finally be talking about it with someone yeah. that the the touring vehicle being the Hilux yeah I built it to be a tourer um and you know with with Brie and I living 13 hours apart and sometimes she wouldn't be able to get to certain places because the patrol might be having an issue as all mm. good patrols have issues yeah. right every good car not just her issues, patrol yeah. or patrols right yeah. nah um so like the Hilux was having to dub in at times and be yeah. a wheeling vehicle just for logistical sake, yeah. Um, whereas I built it to be a tourer. You just have to yeah. look at it for a second, and then you're like, "Why the fuck 
is that car going wheeling, right? Yeah. It doesn't have it's lockers what, for a reason. 33 is no lockers. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's, it's not a wheeling car. With the timber fit out at the back. Like it's it's just not it's not meant to be going mm. and put onto its lid, right? It's meant to be slept in and, and go to the far distances. Yeah. But it it's Never. made to travel Fraser Isle and then go to Perth and exactly. then the Territory. And then but why ne- Why didn't the car ever do that? This is mm. the thing that I feel like I've just been so patient and so patient waiting and waiting and waiting for finally the show to, to go in the, the correct, the, the, the better direction mm. is let the vehicles do what they're supposed to do and do the big. You're yeah. going to build a dedicated wheeling vehicle like the Patrol was. Don't put a canopy on it. No. Don't put a canopy on it. Don't take it wheeling. Like she had issues and I feel like that they weren't necessarily her fault, but yeah. she was carrying all of this weight and then she was trying to wheel the shit out of the car. Yeah, and I it was like, work. and we were both exist. trying to hybrid be wheelers and tourers. And it was like, and I, and I just thought to myself, this is not why, this is not right. Yeah. Um, so how do I make it right? So the Hilux now being a fully developed, developed touring vehicle, mm. that car gets shipped over like minutes after this podcast comes out, just by the way, mm. um, to the other side of the country. Yeah, right. To go touring where the name of t- Aussie touring was named for. I'm talking NT, Kimberley's, Nullarbor. Yeah. That, that's, Remote travel that's destination. Yeah. I built it. I don't hold a ridiculous amount of, you know, amps for a reason, right? Mm. Um, it's because it, that's what the car was built for. Yeah. Um, so the Hilux goes and does those proper top tier touring missions, Yeah. but then where's the wheeling content? And in my opinion, and in a lot of people's opinion, the wheeling content's on the East coast. We know that. Pretty right? much. Yeah. It's from Tassie to the Cape, right? Yeah. But there's not that much wheeling when you go into the middle and to the other side of the country. You're going to get sand dunes and yeah, high speed. But I'm talking and- like, you know, yeah. mud, rock crawling, big yeah. stuff. Like it, it's, it's the East coast and you can name three to four iconic destinations that are going to have that. you got high country, coughs, mm-hmm. pretty much like Glasshouse, SEQ, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then you start looking upwards of Cape York. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so I just, again, invested back into the brand, No, yeah. didn't even think twice, and bought a cruiser. Mm. And I didn't want to buy, you know, a, a big, Big bad seventy nine. I don't get me wrong. I really like seventy nines. I'm a Toyota girl through and through. Worst wheeling car. Yeah, but I wanted <laughs> I I wanted to buy a car that had good foundations to be a great wheeling car. Yeah. But watch me build mm. it to be a yeah. ridiculously good wheeling car. So I bought a one hundred and five. Yeah. Um, and that is in production, like literally as we speak. Like right now, it's being yeah. tinked on. Um by me and others. And so then that car will stay on the East Coast and jump from, you know, Cape to Coffs to Tassie doing the proper hard wheeling stuff and finally yeah. give me the tools to show the wheeler that I actually am. Mm. The funny thing is I used to own 100 series back in the day. Yeah. And a few people that fo- have followed me for a very long time have said to me, are you as shit at wheeling as what the show puts you at? I remember you telling me about this. Someone come up to you at a show and ask you that like, question. Are, are you actually as yeah. shit as what the show puts you out to be? Or do you just do that to be, you know, the green relatable one? And it's, and it's, I can't even answer it. Why yeah. don't we just see me drive? Why yeah. don't we just see me drive um, a car that's got the right tools for the job? Yeah. Um, and also, like, I think it's a little bit of like a, I don't know, 
um, a little bit of a sneak peek to it that, you know, I drove Bree's car quite a few times and yeah. like, how'd that go? You know? Mm. So it's like, um, put me into a vessel that can do it. And then it just does come down to how it was built yeah. and how well you can pick a line and how big are your balls. And also knowing your car. For sure. For sure. Like, so, and why do you think I bought a 105? Because I learned to wheel in a 105. You want to yeah. see me be my most talented and drive shit that people are like, what mm. the how did that girl, it's yeah. just the little Hilux driver, drive that. Of yeah. course I went and bought the car that I know that I can wheel the shit out of. Yeah, exactly. I've had one, you know. And so, solid axle. And solid axle, yeah. That's yeah. A, that's another another beauty that we all need. Mm. So then we've got our dedicated wheeling vehicle. And I'll just say it early um, that the, the car being a dedicated, dedicated for the show and built for the job, mm. It's got to have something unique about it. So like the Hilux, if you, I'm, I'm really proud of the Hilux because it, you know, there's a lot of N70s out there. Once upon Everywhere. a time, it was the most common car ever, right? Yeah. Um, but you just have to Google N70 and my car comes up, you yeah. know, like yeah, right. I have, I have done a really good job of buying a car that should have blended into the crowd of N70s yeah. and shown that creativity and good build and just a good skilled person which i know i am mm. build a car that everybody knows you think yeah. of an n70 and you're like oh yeah that bridget girl has one it's got timber mm. in the back me of it. and the boys used to have a joke and it was just we just walk around because two of the boys had one yeah it was like very very rare white n70 dual cab highlights with sunrises yeah that was a joke and yeah. you still see them. yeah yeah you They're still everywhere. see them still see them so but, the so the the hundred series has got a do the same thing, right? Yeah. I know there's not as many 100 series out there, but the 100 series has got to live. It's cool. To, you're, you're cool if you build a very well-known great car you know. once, yeah. right? But can you do it twice? It's, it's hard. So what the 105 is being, I, I, I can't say, mm. but what – the way that I'm building the 105 um, has never mm. been done in Australia yeah. ever before. Yeah. So I will be. And you first. still won't even tell me. This. I won't even tell you. I can't tell you. So and that's and that's just the thing. It's like yeah. and then there's the third car, mm. um, which is the apprentice's car, which is we you yeah. said it before. I kind of had to keep a giggle inside. Is that that car um, we call the weekend warrior? Yeah. Um, where it is built. The perfect car that you should take to work on Monday, yeah, but perfectly fine to go up Dump the, the beach. Dump the tools Friday, hook on the jet ski, and let's go. Hundred yeah. percent. You know the most common, the most common, you know, driver in the industry. When you look at the industry as a whole, the common denominator is the working, the car that goes to work and goes adventuring on the weekend. Yeah. It is the people that go on the big weekend sends or the long weekend send. And the show should have a car for that. So yeah. we got one. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'll drive the Weekend Warrior, don't get me wrong. Um, but I think I'm really going to put my teeth into driving touring that makes people sit down and go, oh, shit, that's, that was a mm. mission that that girl did alone as well. Um, and wheeling and wheeling big stuff. And, and, like, almost with a little bit of frustration, but you're my mate, so I'll say this to you even though yeah. everyone is listening. But... Um, how how many unique and extremely individual and badass cars do I have to build? Or how many 
crazy touring missions do I have to go on and record them? Or how, how many times do I have to go down gunshot or drive, mm. you know, widow before everybody goes, you know what, that Bridget girl? Yeah. Hmm. You know, and I get it. As a woman, it, you got to do that little bit extra to gain respect. I know it. It's but I okay. think there's a little bit of that in, like, just male-dominated four-on-four wheeling. Yeah. Like, people look at, there's a toxic side of the industry going, oh, you've got this sick, badass 79, like, talking about myself. I've got a pretty cool, unique ute that I've built. I wanted something that did not look like something you can buy off the showroom floor. Yep, 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 yep. And people go, When's it doing Glasshouse? When's it doing this? Well, it's been to Glasshouse. It's been to Cape York. It's done all this stupid shit. It's been on its side twice. It's Love that. Like, I wheel the shit out of this thing. I trash it. Not everything's gone online. because Most of those trips I don't even film. I don't even have a camera out. Like, just enjoy it with mates. And there's always that stigma of going, oh, you don't wheel that car because it's not there for TikTok. Like, it's hard. It is hard. But do you think people are searching for that like I don't know, like gratitude, like appreciation for what what's happening, what's being yeah. done, like where's where's the best bill going? What are they doing with it? Are they actually using it? And I feel like we're copying a little bit of that now with myself and Andre with building that new racetrack. Yeah. People yeah, are like, Oh, point. is it gonna like there's so many unknowns because we haven't told anyone about it like to the level of what it is. Like, is it going to be road rego? Is it going to be what class racing? What's it going to be doing? And people just, it's such a new thing that people aren't really portraying online. Mm, it's absolutely. like Patriot have done a good job with yeah. like the race scene. I was like, literally just thinking, yep. They've done a really good job of bringing in where to go from four-wheel drives to racing. But they're on such a high level that we're not competing with that. We're not trying to compete with that. We're not trying to copy them. It's we're bringing in a thing of, yeah, we're just a couple of blokes that's turned his on-road daily GQ Patrol into a racetrack. Mm. It's not buying a new racetrack. It's bringing something in new. But people are going, why would you do that? Why wouldn't you do this setup? Why wouldn't you do this setup? And we've been confident enough to say, like, yeah, we've built the first Beams GQ in the world, mm -hmm. which we might be wrong in saying that, but we believe that's it because no one else is driving around because if someone was doing it already, in fucking mess. Yeah, yeah. In the States, point. there's beams everywhere. Yeah. But in yeah. Australia, no one's doing it. Yeah. So why not do it? Anyway? I think, yeah. I'm glad that you, I'm glad that you brought this up and I'm glad that you get it because you do get it. So let's talk about some industry cars for a second. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to, I'm going to force right. segue us. <laughs> so when you, um, when a, a YouTuber is building a dedicated car for the channel, it it has got a level of expectation and uniqueness and pushing the limits that it needs. Yeah. And and it's so many different types of car builds have been done over the years. Yeah. So many different types. Um, that it's becoming really, really, really goddamn hard to do the next thing that hasn't been done before. Yeah. So it's getting to the point that people massive shout out, Sam Young, I love the shit out of you. Mm. People are trying to to have four-digit horsepower vehicles and can't get rego on them, yeah, right? Because th the limit has gone so high that it's not going to be yeah. a roaded vehicle. You know, exactly. Sam um, Isles, yeah. right, with his van cruiser. 
right? Yeah. So uniquely built and such an engineering, you know, nightmare. I'm sure it was to put that together, to have that be on the road. Yeah. And it's because it is the only car in the country that is that way. Yep. You know, and Sam Young, massive respect had on him for pushing the limits too. Yeah. But when you push the limits, there's always going to be a consequence. To always what a consequence. You're doing. There always yeah. seems to be a consequence because there are yeah. laws and there is safety, and understandably, yeah. like of course, you know what I mean. Like if your car is unsafe, like, it probably should Anyone in their right mind, like we would not go put that race truck that we're building on the road. Of course, it's a fucking stupid idea. Of course, idea. of course, of like, course. And I fully, yeah. fully, fully get that. So that's why I'm. I, I got to give myself a little bit of a pat on the back preemptively, mm. even though no one's going to know what I'm talking about. But so when you ask someone mm. like me building, you know, another 105 yeah. um, that wants it to wheel like an animal, but it's got to do something that the internet hasn't seen before. Dedicated, build, yeah. dedicated, built for the show. It's going to go to all the shows. Everyone's going to see it. So it's mm. got to have something that's never been done before. Right. Yeah. Something unique. Yeah. I am the idiot. <laughs> that's like I've got to not only do something unique, you mm. know, I've got to do something that's never been done in Australia yet. Yeah. I'm an idiot for, for setting that expectation on myself. Yeah. Um, hoping that I can actually impress myself but the, once. The expectation is that that's going to give you the level above to be hopefully the first one that people can go to. Holy shit, it's been done. Yeah. Who's done it? Yeah. And then yeah. they go, Oh, it's Bridget from Red Dirt. Yep. All right. Instantly, that's the only hope you can have on the back end is that people go, she was the first one to do it. I want to follow it. I want to see where it's up to. I want to see how it's going six, 12, 24 months on mm -hmm. to go, if I put this in my car, it's going to be reliable. Yep. And Absolutely. That's, that's where it all comes to. Absolutely. Like, and I recognize what I'm going to do. Um, I don't encourage anyone to do. Mm. Um, I will just be doing it just to. Um, entertain the audience yeah. um but like i don't encourage anybody to do it because um i've had to go overseas and it's it's quite expensive and it's very yeah. logis like logistically hard to do and you do need to know a lot and you do need to you know there's so many moving parts to make what i'm going to do actually work mm. um literally but i again like I just have really, really, really high expectations for myself. Like it takes a lot for me to even sit myself down and go, huh, I did that, you know? Yeah. Um, and um, I'm hoping that I think I just find myself a little bit frustrated sometimes um, in the industry. If I can just be really honest, like all yeah. of us sitting here having a chat together, that um, I, with, I know that the online space has obviously got negativity in it. Like I yeah. know that. Like you would have, you've had negativity. I've had negativity. Everyone's seen Everybody's it. Yeah. seen it. Like it just, it just happens. Yeah. Um, but I just have this chip on my shoulder, and maybe I need to get over it. So, like, if you're listening to this and you have any advice, like, please tell me. Um, or you have experience in it because I, I I'm still trying to process it. But I just really feel like that I, the girls mm. have got to do a lot to gain a little respect. Oh yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. A lot to gain a little. And, and, and I know that respect isn't just thrusted upon the boys. Mm. Like the boys have to go out there and earn it as well. Yeah. Right. Like it, but I don't it, know. I don't like know if I my perspective between... is wrong, but I just feel like the girls just have it quite hard. Yeah. Um, I see exactly where you're coming from because us, Blokes, we go out to an event or whatever it is, we don't give a fuck who you are, what you're doing. Like, 
last night I met a few boys I'd never met before, but because we're such like a mutual group that someone knew someone of someone and blah, blah, blah. You don't necessarily prove yourself. You just get along yep. and hope you get along and then that's it. Yep. And you either like them or you know. Sorry to interrupt this episode, guys. This is it for part one with Bridget. If you want to stay tuned for part two, it'll be out following Monday, the 8th of January. Stay tuned to enjoy. Thank you, legends. See ya. Woo! Rightio, legends. Thank you for watching or listening this episode of the Hey Big Mac podcast. We really hope you enjoyed this episode, guys. Um, look, it'd be a massive favor if you could go and leave us a um, thumbs up, a like, comment. Go follow us on um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, on YouTube, wherever you listen to us. Um, rate us five stars. We really appreciate it, guys. Look, last thing before we sign off, if you ever see us in public at an event, guys, make sure you come up and say good day. Most of the time we've got stickers or something with us, so... Really appreciate it, guys. Thank you for supporting us with this journey of the podcast. Um, it's something new in the industry, but we really love doing it and we really love the feedback. So thank you, legends. And if there's someone you want to see on this podcast, make sure you send it to them and make sure you send them to us. Thank you for now. We'll see you next week.